0: Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Okay, everybody, I have an ambitious goal today. My ambitious goal today with this episode is to put All of your niche drama to rest forever. Do you need a niche? What should your niche be? You already have a niche, but don't love it. You already have a niche, but you don't think it's working. You want to change your mind. Is it, is your niche good enough? And on and on and on and on. Like, let's put all of it to rest forever in this episode. And I'll tell you if that doesn't matter what does instead and what you can focus on instead in order to market and sell successfully with any niche in the universe or no niche at all. But here's what I want to say first. I, one of my superpowers is being able to really refine and hone, help you refine and hone your niche and to craft like the perfect pitch that you can present to your clients. And I love my niche. I help my clients with niches all the time. Having said that, 99% of the time, that people are struggling with their niche, trying to make decisions about their niche. It's just totally bullshit. It does not matter. Your niche does not matter. It is not the reason that anything is happening that you don't want. It's not the reason you're not hitting your goals. It's not the reason that clients are confused about what you offer. It's not the reason clients aren't reaching out to you. It's not the reason for anything. It's just not at all. At all. Now, when I say this, nobody believes me. <laughs> okay, well a few people believe me, but not nearly enough people believe me because the people actually I can't even take credit for this cuz my friend um Vicky Louise said this, she and I do a podcast together. It's called Unfiltered Coaches. Coaches Unfiltered? No, it's Coaches Unfiltered. Oh my god, I can't remember the name of my own podcast. You should go listen to it. We do a great funny like Sort of like uncensored podcast together, but Vicky is a multiple six figure coach, and she said this great thing, which is the niche is never the problem, but what it re- what your niche drama reveals is your pattern of making decisions. Let me say that again: the niche, what your niche drama really is about, is not about your niche, but it's about your pattern of making decisions. A lot of the times, what I see is coaches. Making the decision to change your niche, to tinker with their niche, to always be like problem solving for the niche and spending all that time not problem solving for all the other things in their mindset, in their basic sales and marketing that have nothing to do with the niche. And I honestly, listen, I'm just going to go all out here, okay? Like, I'm just going to give no Fs today. People who spend a lot of time worrying about their niche, I think worrying about their niche becomes like a reality avoidance tactic. It's like a form of buffering. Nobody who is in love with their self-coaching is out there like scrambling about how to change your niche or how to find the right niche. Nobody who is like lit up from the inside with the magic of coaching, Who nobody who truly loves the results they're creating in their lives and, and feels a full ownership of that, you know, that, which is not the same thing as having a perfect life, right? But nobody who's like, I'm, the way I'm going to say it is nobody who's truly living in the transformation of coaching, nobody who's really plugged into that, who's fully stepped into it is out there just worrying about their niches, changing it all the time. Because here's what happens. What gets people to be attracted to you, what gets clients to be curious about you and to follow you and trust you and like you and love you and want to buy from you and end up giving you money, all of that is how much you exude they look like they're having a good time. They look like they've got something figured out and they don't have to be perfect, but there's they, there's like a magic something, something that's going on with that other person. I, I want what they're having. I don't know what it is. I wanna go find out. That's what makes people lean in to the coaches that they wanna hire, okay? And what creates that is you being the living example of the work that you do with your clients. If you're telling your clients, the work that I do coaching, it's so great. You should pay me lots of money for it. Then you should look and feel like somebody who is the primary beneficiary of this wonderful thing that coaching is. If you don't feel on the inside, like you're the ground zero, you're the primary beneficiary of the, this amazing coaching that you're offering your clients, then why would anybody want to buy from you? Or it's like somebody selling perfume while like having really bad BO. It just doesn't line up. People want certainty. Somebody who's always worrying about their niche, who's always tinkering with it is exudes the energy of somebody who's not certain, who's not living in the magic and miracle of what they're offering other people. It's not that the niche sells it's that the person and their energy and their certainty and their je ne sais quoi, like the the quality of them living in the magic of what they're offering. The evidence I have that that is what really works is that I get people reaching out to me all the time who are nowhere near my niche, right? Like they're, I only serve life coaches, right? But they are not life coaches. And they're like i'm i'm something totally different like i have a totally different kind of business but i still want to hire you even though i can't cuz you don't work with non life coaches or i even have people following me and buying my books and consuming every word of my podcast and they don't have any kind of business at all they're just like i just love hearing you talk about whatever <laughs> and i wish i could work with you somehow but i i know that i'm not in your target audience right they could they could just be like creative people or they just are people who just i don't know like in Enjoy like thinking about, about things in a different way. And they're attracted to my work, not because of the nitty-gritty of who I serve in my niche. You know, I serve, I help life coaches market better, blah, blah, blah. That's my thing. But so many people follow me who 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 are not who don't match that that narrow demographic description because who I am, what I exude, goes so far beyond my niche. And I've even had people tell me, like, I I thought about becoming a life coach just so I can work with you. Like, I'm not even a life coach, but you make it sound so amazing and I want to work with you. So I just like want to get certified as a life coach. And I'm like, come on over to our side, right? Like, it literally does not matter when you have an energy about you that people just want to pay attention to. So the reason that people aren't reaching out to, to work with you is not because you don't have a great niche. It's because you aren't giving off a great energy. If you are giving off a great energy and you have a very specific niche that only like 20 people in the world, it's, it's applicable to. If you give out a great vibe, there's going to be all these people asking to work with you anyway in spite of your niche. So here's what I want to tell you. Be somebody that people want to lean into. Be somebody that people want to follow and trust and be obsessed with in spite of your niche, not because of it. And another way that the niche is not magic is that you could have a very specific niche, but it's not that in itself that creates the magnetic factor that people are so drawn to. It's not the what of what you do, but how you do the thing that you do. What's the magic special sauce that you bring to it? Right? Listen, there are like a bajillion business coaches for life coaches out there. There are so many marketing experts who target life coaches cuz life coaches want to buy marketing solutions, right? And the reason that I have have been able to be so so successful and the reason that I have been able to stand out in the market because is that yeah, sure, I teach marketing and I teach business and I, you know, mentor life coaches and all those things. Yes, but I do it in a way that nobody else can. It's almost like the specifics of the marketing and business almost like incidental a little bit, but what I bring to it is is my spirituality. What I bring to it is my unique perspective on working with your neurodivergent brain, with your ADHD brain. I bring in my perspective on trauma and healing and I, and I juxtapose it to how it applies to your marketing. I, I talk about how to bring your humanity to it? You know that's that's all me. It's the Simone sauce. Like if I were a weight loss coach, I'd be bringing the exact same ingredients of the Simone sauce to weight loss coaching. Or if I were a productivity expert, it would be the same thing. Or if I were a, a parenting expert, I would do, I would do the same thing because it's not the parenting or the productivity or the business or the this or that. It's the way I approach it because of my unique perspective because of my worldview because of my experience because of the tapestry of my trainings and and my expertise and the the stories that only I can write nobody in the world is going to smell like simone because there is only one simone and nobody in the world is going to smell like you because there's nobody else in the world like you here's what i'm saying you have to give people a chance to smell you i know that sounds a little weird but it's the truth you might be like, all right, I decided that I'm the money coach, okay? And whenever I, (laughs) whenever my clients make like dramatic declarations like that, when they change their niche as a result of like having drama about it, it's like, okay, I finally decided and I feel great about it. My niche is going to be this, right? I decided that I'm going to narrow down my audience to this. And they just like make these declarations. And I always want to say like in the most loving way, it doesn't fucking matter, okay? I love you. You're brilliant and this declaration, it does not matter because the what of who you serve and the, and the very specifics of exactly who it is and, and what exact problem and solution you help them with, it does not matter nearly as much as the unchanging constant factors about who you are as a person and what you smell like, what what it's like to be around you, how your brain works, you know how it's, what it's like to be around somebody in your life. I don't know why I'm like so ranty today. You know, like to think about a friend that you love. Think about like a random um, co-worker that you had or a family member. When you think about them, you feel a certain way, right? It's not because of the specific thing they do in their jobs. It's because of the kind of, it's their aura. It's, the, their, it's their vibe, Right. So your aura, your vibe, who you are as, going, as, as a person is the biggest thing that sells your coaching above all of the specifics. I, that's why I'm like, I literally don't give a single fuck about your tagline, your, your niche, whatever. None of it matters. None of it is ever the essential thing that does the selling. Everything else is incidental. Everything else is totally secondary. Let's talk about how to create that smell that people want to be around, how to create a vibe that makes other people feel really safe around you and they want to lean into you and they want to trust you and they want to learn more about you and they want to buy from you. You have to find a way to feel thrilled in your soul. Be thrilled about who you are. Be thrilled about the work that you're doing. Be thrilled to be exactly where you are today. People will always buy coaching from coaches who are living in the magic of coaching and it's obvious for them, right? That's why I super duper insist that my clients in both Joyful Marketing and my mastermind clients, I super duper insist that everybody create a very regular practice of self-celebration because otherwise, and and I teach a very specific formula for it in my programs, and it has made all of the difference in the world. Like self-celebration is a money-making skill that tragically too few people take seriously, right? And the reason that self-celebration works so much is that when you celebrate yourself, it plugs you back into the miracle. It plugs you into, into the joy and the thrill of being who you are, where you are, without having to change a thing. That creates the air around you of like, oh, what is she having? I want some of that right just like think about like that scene in um when harry met sally like in a restaurant where like somebody's enjoying their brunch or whatever it is so much that everybody else is like <laughs> looking at that one woman being like okay what is she what's on her plate i want that right it's this ineffable you know it's not something you can logic it's the quality of being being thrilled you know when i think about my own journey here i obviously like was not perfect at every step and there was a lot of you know thrashing and kicking and screaming and crying on my way here and there was like like breakdowns and meltdowns and crises like all kinds of things on my way here so i'm not saying that my journey was like one long thrill like <laughs> no way but what was so interesting was that the reason that my life was so colorful and dynamic was because I was living in the miracle, like because I was so engaged in making my dreams come true, because I had such a great awareness of my own mind, because I was being so brave in going after my dreams, because it's almost like, it's not that my life became perfect and more pleasant after I discovered life coaching and I made it really a uh, part of my life. It's like my life became more vivid. I think really it's the best way I can put it, right? Before I felt like I was hiding from my life, I was like numbing myself from my life and I was kind of like half engaged in my life. And so there was discomfort that before and after I found life coaching, sure, there were still all kinds of negative emotions, all kinds of negative experiences. And I didn't feel good half the time and all that stuff, but I was hundred percent in my life. It was like when I felt bad, it was vivid because it was because I was going after my dreams and like failing and, and, and learning. And I was like actually showing up for the fight instead of standing by the sidelines. So my pleasures and joys were more vivid and my pain was more vivid. And I think I didn't have the language to be able to articulate this to myself in this precise way back then. But I think I was enthralled by, by the, the texture of it all. I was enthralled by how much more vivid and meaningful and engaging my own life had become to myself. Oops, I just dropped something. (laughs) And I wouldn't have traded it for anything. And I think that's why my business really started taking off. People started to really hire me. Not because I had everything perfect, not because I never had mind drama, not because I didn't have existential crises or depression or anxiety or anything, but because... I was in the magic of really applying coaching to my life. And I was using the coaching to show up more fully for everything, including the successes and the failures. I was using the coaching to really go after what I want, inviting face flops as well as celebrations. And I was there for all of it, feeling more of everything as opposed to avoiding my emotions, avoiding my dreams, avoiding challenges, which I spent a lot of years of my life doing. So when I say that what makes people want to buy coaching from you is you being thrilled in your life and you being the example of coaching, I do not mean you're just like, you know, rainbows and unicorns and daisies a 24-7. Like, to me, that's the symptom of somebody who's high on drugs all the time, not somebody who is fully... In their lives, right? When I say thrilled, I mean it's, I mean the quality of fully feeling the entire range of emotions. When I say being the example of coaching, I do not mean succeeding at everything all the time and feeling amazing all the time. I mean being the person with the courage and the badassery to embrace failure, to jump headfirst into it because you're not going to make the failure means something about you. Is somebody who fully opens them, themselves up to the experience of failure while having enough compassion and grace and friendship with themselves to learn from it, to grow to be a new version of themselves from it. And it's not about being somebody who has no flaws and no drama and no crazy shit happening in their lives or crazy thoughts, crazy emotions. But it's somebody who can look at all of their shit inside and go, you know what? I still like myself. (laughs) You know what? I still want to be friends with myself. I still think I'm worthy of a great life. I think I'm still worthy of my own love. I think I'm still worthy of all of my dreams, not because of how great I am, but because how much I love myself, how much I value myself isn't conditional on any of it, like I just decide that I love myself. I just decide that I am valuable, that I am worthy because that's what I know from life coaching. That is the truth of coaching and I live it. Right? That is what it means to be in integrity, to radiate the power of coaching. That is how you could be dead fucking broke, be living in your parents basement, <laughs> so to speak, and, you know, have the have none of the external trappings of somebody with an Instagram perfect hashtag influencer life and still be somebody that people want to lean into, that somebody that people want to learn from, somebody that people want to listen to and pay to learn more from. It's none of the what. It's the relationship you have with yourself. It's what you exude about how you feel about yourself about the way you belong, you choose to belong in your own life, that is what people can smell. And that is what does the heavy lifting in your marketing, in your communicating, way, way, way over the specifics of what your niche, your tagline, or whatever the fuck ever can. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying niches suck and nobody should have one. Quite the contrary. I've already said earlier in this episode... I am pro niche. I think niches are amazing. If you have a niche you love, amazing. But also know that what makes your niche work is not the niche itself, but what you bring to it. You are the superstar. The niche is not the superstar. You know anybody could like copy your niche. It's just some basic elements about like okay, who's the demographic? What problem you you help them with? Blah blah blah, right? You could be like a like a I don't know like a life coach for dog groomers who are divorced in their midlife. And that's like very specific. (laughs) That's the randomest niche I ever came up with. But then somebody else could just also decide that they're also a life coach for dog groomers who are divorced and in midlife. And they could like be your competition. And you would think that they were your competition if you're thinking in the old way, where you're thinking that the niche is what creates clients, right? But then if you know that it's not the niche, it's you, it's the magic of the very specific person that you are with your personality, your particular brain, your history, your worldview, your perspectives, your like kaleidoscope of coaching tools, right? Your love, your passion, your commitment. There is no way in hell anybody could even come close to duplicating it. And there could be a thousand coaches in the world who serve, you know, midlife divorce dog groomers. <laughs> and none of them could ever be your competition. There is no magic in the world that can compete with you being in your unapologetic, unfiltered, uncensored element, you are the magic and if you really want to go deep and specific and systematic with your work of like unearthing what makes you unique and you want a step-by-step process for showing up in a way where literally you look and sound like nobody else and people cannot mistake you for anybody else and it creates trust it creates authentic relationships and it creates people you know looking to you as the authority and the expert with zero niche, with all-purpose life coaching or spiritual healing or the world's most concrete and specific niche does not matter, then I would love to invite you to join my marketing training program, Joyful Marketing, because that's where I really break this down, module by module, lesson by lesson. My students are doing this work right now to find out exactly how it applies to them. And it really is so amazing to see people completely lose their fear of having to get the right messaging, having to nail down the right niche, you know, having the right thing to say and just go out there and speak from their hearts and find much to their own amazement that people just want to work with them. People just want to sign with them. And it never did matter exactly what their pitch was, exactly what their offer was, exactly what their niche was we see living examples of that every single day in our program. And I would love to invite you to come see for yourself. All right, that was my rant on niches. And in future episodes, I might go into a little bit more depth about like when it is appropriate to really nail down a niche and when to get specific about it and how you can make that process really work for you in a way that's compatible with this other angle that I just brought to you today. So stay tuned for that later. But In the meanwhile, just focus on what I said today, okay? All right, I'll talk to y'all later. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that, link in the show notes, and I'll see you in your inbox next time.